0: Genius Brain listeners, this podcast is brought to you by Hero Bread. Listen, I've talked about Hero Bread a million times over. And I'm telling you right now, they have some of the best guilt-free bread I've ever had in my life. And I'm not just saying that. I'm talking about taste and texture wise, you, you just can't beat it. Hero bread has zero to one grams of net carbs, zero gram sugar, and is high in fiber. And guess what? Now it's made with heart healthy olive oil for an added boost of healthy fats as well. I'm telling you right now, I made a BLT with this and it was freaking delicious. If I, if I eat bread, this is the bread that I'm eating. You guys have to get this. I'm not just saying it's so Freaking good! You could do whatever you want with this type of stuff. I mean, they even have burger breads, right? So if you want to make a, a fire ass burger, they got like tortillas too for their. If you if you eat breakfast burritos as much as I do, dude, money. It's so freaking good. It's hard to say which one of my favorite stuff is, just because like, if I'm gonna make a wrap or I'm gonna do any type of sandwich of any sort, I'm gonna use hero bread because I get to eat without all the guilt, and it's literally my favorite. So genius brain listeners, do not miss out on this. Make sure you get Hero Bread. You will not regret it. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order for their new recipe. Go to hero.co and use code genius10 at checkout. That's G-E-N-I-U-S one at
1: hero.co.
3: He goes, I just want to say I'm a huge fan, right? And Steve is, and once you hear Stevie's voice, you know it's not me, yeah. right? He's like, um, I'm not who you think I am. I'm not famous, I'm right? That
2: man. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> this guy's face just drops like crazy embarrassed. Yeah, I was like, like, first oh of all. Oh my God.
0: <laughs> have you heard the phrase, not all of us look alike? Yeah. And you're at an Asian in five, four, three. Two, one. Hello, everybody. Welcome to an episode of the Genius Brain Podcast. All Sundays at twelve PM. I love you very much, people. This is a uh, what Cheers. the thirdish year for? I'm mean, four years, three forty, three and a half years. Shit, it's been a while.
3: Well, this is my second year coming into yeah. the podcast. I think I first came last March. Yeah, yeah. It, might,
0: it might be around like four years, almost four years
3: now, which yeah. is kind of fucking crazy. Just. I mean, it, it worked out a lot better than having to edit a fucking vlog every yes, day. Yes, I tell you that.
0: Dude, I started doing just like these quick little vlogs just when I have a thought randomly. Right. I'm like, man, I forgot how annoying this stuff is to yeah. <laughs> I was
3: like, oh my God, I got to color correct all this shit. Like, oh my yeah. God, it's annoying. So much fucking work. Dude, right? like- it, it, It's not- Okay, at the, like on a singular ba- level- it's not like that hard, right? Mm-hmm. But if you have to do it twice a week,
2: yeah,
3: <laughs> it's like, like holy shit. Yeah, you know, even like with the podcast
0: and just going and think, thinking about it too, it's like, do you have any idea how many times I had to lay my opinions about things <laughs> like yeah. constantly? Like yeah. once again, I, I, I'm never ever going to complain about my life. I I really appreciate everything that I get to do, and you know, even being able to do stuff where this space makes sense and it works, it's nice. You know, right. I I fucking love it. But it's kind of interesting that. I have a certain fan base that comes in every week for me to fucking make them giggle and laugh or, like, give them perspective. One thing I will say, though, that I do want to address just because, you know, people have been writing me comments and messages about this. They're like, dude, how come you always just shit on Mariel, like, all the time? (laughs) It's like, she's on my podcast. That's what I do. This is not our relationship conversations, you yeah. dummies.
3: It's like behind the scenes you're just like Oh, you're an idiot. Yeah, like <laughs> that's the, these like are- you call her a bitch like in the behind yeah, the scenes like, like-
0: <laughs> what are you- you are you dumb like they're like dude she's telling her stuff and you're ragging on yeah because i'm giving her shit on the podcast we're just having a banter back and forth like i've literally called abuser like why does she stay with such an abusive man she needs to open her eyes you know i know she's asian but open her eyes a little bit it's like dude she knows it we get it like nope nobody's defending nick when i call him a tard yeah you're not defending nick yeah. they're like oh it's it's different because it's not on this podcast when she's on this podcast she's not my my fiance she's she's her co-host she's my co-host like that, that's work this we're doing work yeah. time you're not gonna see all the smoochy smoochy shit on this fucking yeah. podcast we don't and th- this is the thing. Like, you can
3: find that shit on porn up
0: yeah <laughs> David's so comedy important. Yeah, you'll see that shit fucking <laughs> hacked in my iCloud pics. Yeah. But the weird thing is too, like I, you know, I always tell people too, and I feel like a good portion is just like new new subscribers or something. It's like I'm always very adamant to let people know, like you get to see what I let you see.
3: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's so real. Because I mean, we just talked about the Matrix, mm-hmm. and just going back to the idea of what the Matrix is is like literally for some reason people can't tell. The difference between someone's reality and like just entertainment.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And just to like defend some of the viewership, I think it's because we do have very real conversations. Word does
3: get serious or whatever.
0: But, but then it's not like, hey, we're going to riff right now. Just, yeah. <laughs> uh, you're not going to do that, Yeah, right?
3: If you, you know, riffing is when you get it in your
0: head, you say the first thing. Yeah. Do you think like when Mariel's telling me about her trip to Toronto, I'm like, oh, that's so dumb. No. <laughs> I'm listening to it. I'm like, yo, that's dope that you went there. We've already had this conversation
3: before. you just, they're, they're retelling. It's not like, okay, she got back <laughs> yeah. from Toronto. Don't tell me. Don't tell me until <laughs> we're on the mic. <laughs> it's like of course you guys have had this conversation yeah
0: she's just like hey can i tell you about my dad go shut the fuck up <laughs> you know what we're supposed to have our real conversations yeah we're supposed to have our real conversations on the podcast in front our- of the whole world <laughs> and our fake stuff is in private yeah <laughs> the fuck Like, of course I'm fucking giving her shit and I'm poking fun of her. It's how everybody is treated on this podcast because this is the fucking platform for that. You will never, ever be privy to our private conversations and how we really are because
3: that's for us. This is your own little like loitering parking lot of the 7-Eleven where you, you go with your buddies to get a Slurpee and you just chill and yeah. hang out at the parking lot and you just talk a whole lot of bullshit. It's just bullshit. Some
0: yeah. Majority of the times it's nonsense. And by the way, too, one of the things that I wanted to address, they go, oh, how come on the podcast, uh, Mariel doesn't open up about her life? You just talk so much. I'm like, because she doesn't want to fucking tell you about her <laughs> personal shit. You fucking assholes, dude. Like She comes on as yeah. a favor to me. You know, yeah, a lot of, of the course. times when Mariel comes on is because somebody has COVID. Yeah,
3: because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, who else are you gonna get to COVID? Yeah, exactly? Yeah. So
0: she, as a favor to me, she just comes on and then she asks a lot of questions and allows me to riff off her and then we have a conversation. Yeah. Like it's you'll you'll she's not an entertainer and I don't think yeah. people understand it. Like yeah, I, they're so used to seeing YouTube couples. All right, right. So it's like Bart and Jill are you? They that's their career.
2: Yeah, you know that's
3: both of their careers. Exactly. Mariel is not an entertainer no. <laughs> like, to make
0: money she, no. you're not gonna know 90 of the stuff that she thinks how she feels and stuff about her personal life you will never know that stuff you know why because she's a normal human being yeah she chooses not to let those things out because number one I, look you motherfuckers can't even deal with public fucking scrutiny yeah so <laughs> wh- who the fuck are you to fucking like ask her why she why she's not telling these stories
3: and, and you know from first person view when you have a guest come on and it's actually their first podcast ever my god like what's that like yeah it's just it's like pulling teeth (laughs) yeah you know yeah and and so like people have to understand like this is um, actually you you have to get acclimated to this water yeah you know Uh, it's one thing like even my first time I was nervous as fuck but then um, you know over time I've been on here now like since last March I was just like natural it's natural and we're drunk (laughs) (laughs) yeah so it's only fair, you yeah. know, that, that Mario comes on is actually like a fucking blessing for you. Because yeah, how treat. many people could, you know, just be like, oh shit, I, I had a guest fallout yeah. affiliate.
0: Like I'm I'm not gonna explain this anymore. If you see Mario on and you guys enjoy it, enjoy it for what it is. You're you're not gonna really get to know her personally like you will me. I'm okay. I am I'm an open book, but even then to my open you still don't know like 70% of me. Yeah. Like I'm only telling you personal, like very weird stories. That I'm okay
3: telling. Yeah. Right?
0: You're not gonna know everything.
3: That's why it's gotta fucking suck for people who create a character for themselves out there and then like people meet them in real life and then. They treat them like their character and then all of a sudden the, the creator is like offended. Yeah. And it's like you did this on yourself, man. Everybody yeah. thinks you're like this way. Yeah. Like when, when people come up to me and they go like,
0: oh, I thought you'd be a lot meaner. And I'm like, <laughs> I get it. Yeah. You know, I, I get it. Roast me. Yeah. Dude. So I'll get a lot of comments about like send food stuff or when we're doing um when foodie calls. And they go, oh, David doesn't like to being approached. I'm like, that's the joke in the video. <laughs> that's the joke. It's like when somebody comes to the screen, we're like, what the fuck are you doing here? That's the ongoing bit. Yeah. Like if you're a fan, do you do you guys understand that I owe you my life? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, don't I'm I'm not like that. Like, mm-hmm. look, I get it though, you know. But uh, like the the weird thing is, is like, oh my god, he's gonna fucking yell at me, and like. Yeah, if I yell at you, just understand you're a part of the joke. So enjoy it. Like right. after the cameras are off, right. say hi. It's normal. It's a part of the bit. Like I should, I'm, I've should. i explained it and also I shouldn't have to explain that.
3: Yeah, that's when you lose the idea of a joke where it's just not funny anymore. Mm-hmm. That's when it sucks. It's like once you have to explain the joke, it loses its appeal. It loses its fervor and it's like it's it's – it's like why do I have to catch you up to speed here, man? Like everyone else is already here.
0: Anyway. Yeah, it's like, and I've always, and I've, and I've said it in a million videos before. It's like you do understand that the career that a lot of these YouTubers have, like this is this is one of the most honest relationships. It's like I have a lifestyle because you watch and support. Yeah, it. There is no other way around it. Yeah, I create stuff for me, but because you enjoy the stuff that I create, I get to be who I am. Mm-hmm. So there is no idea of me walking around thinking that I'm anywhere near better than any of my viewership. If anything, you're better than me because you allow me to live the life that I have. Yeah. So, so it's, a, it's a lifestyle of appreciation. One of the things that people do have to remember, and I'm going to reiterate this, is that once again, even for me, the stuff that I put out, social media is not real. You get a glimpse of, Of life and you get to see what I allow you to see. Yeah. So when Mariel comes on and you wonder why I'm talking so much, because guys, she's not comfortable talking about all of her personal details. Yeah. You will never ever get to know that stuff because my lady is a very well-balanced human being, (laughs) which is why I get to be as chaotic as I am. Yeah. You know, she's the yin to my fucking yang. So if you're wondering why, like, okay, well, on the podcast, she's asking more questions and not really answering her own, just because. She's not comfortable, mm. and rightfully so. She's not an entertainment. Personal information that goes out on this space also will affect her personal job.
3: Right? right. <laughs> you
0: know, like yeah. why don't people like it's 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 the same people who go online and they go. Let me tell y'all something. I fucking hate Wendy's. Fuck Wendy's. This is the worst company ever. And the next day they go into Wendy's for work. Yeah, <laughs> and
2: they're fired. Yeah, <laughs> and they go.
3: What happened? <laughs> so it's like you know all those people that shit on Wendy's. They actually work for themselves. (laughs) You know, they can't get fired by
0: us. Exactly. (laughs) It's like, it's like one of those situations. It's the idea that a lot of people still, like people have to come back to earth. Like your personal information doesn't have to be out there. You don't have to let people know your thoughts all the fucking time, Mm. which is why a lot of celebrities often forget that when they tweet shit, you know, they go, this is how the world should be. Shut the fuck up. (laughs) Remember Gal Gadot? When yeah. she saying that stupid song with all <laughs> like, her fucking celebrity friends.
3: Yeah. How detached was that? You know? It's fucking insane that uh, it, it's not like it, it's the people in f- who read the comments and people put themselves in in front of the camera too. It's like their sense of reality can can be in the same space too where it's like I need to say this somebody needs to hear and so they'll write this long ass fucking comment to like rebut whatever you had to say instead and you'd be like your only answer is like man it was a fucking joke yeah <laughs> like, get the fuck over yourself yeah it's like
0: just, just fucking relax man that's why it's even hard for me to be sometimes like in cause I have like social anxiety yeah um I I manage it pretty well just because I can like mentally get myself into a space where I can deal with it.
3: And it's like all the energy. Yes. And then I
0: don't want to be around people for the next few days. But the reason why too, I I kind of figure a lot of my social anxiety comes from is the fact that I'm also becoming an adult now where I'm, it's not that I care what people think, but I'm also mindful about how people feel. Right. Right. And understandably so within the entertainment space, I am somebody that is much like The Matrix, and anomaly. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if I don't like somebody, it doesn't matter what your career is, what opportunities you can create for me.
3: You're not going to suck butt.
0: I'm not. It just <laughs> because my boss is you. <laughs> like, mm. You know, like I answer to this crowd here. Like I get to create content freely. There is, it's, to be honest with you, a lot of YouTubers and social media people were spoiled in that sense, yeah. in a good way. We get to create stuff without red tape. It's the only red tape that's there is stuff that we create for ourselves. Mm-hmm. We can literally create content whenever the fuck that we want. So when I go into a space where people say, okay, we're, we're going to have this mixer. Uh, these, this is this person. You go make sure you talk to them. I'm like... No, <laughs> talk to my friends, Yeah. you know, if we happen to cross paths and we, we chop it up. Great. If my goal is to, this guy has money for a film and I want to talk to him, then maybe I will. Yeah. But at the end of the day, I can't not be myself. I'm just, it just, it feels like a waste of my life force.
3: So, so speaking of social, social interactions, uh, I went to an event that you didn't go to Ever. this year. <laughs>
2: yeah.
3: Um, we went i went to the what the character media gala
0: right? is that what it's called now
3: well no it's called the unforgettable gala held by character media yeah so it used to be called the koream gala yes right koream was like this publication for korean americans then they expanded to just generally asian americans and right now you can really see that they're just trying to just be asian asian right yeah because uh they also celebrate like Asians doing big things that are just from Asia too. Yeah, right. Um, so this today is we so- had the
0: the laboratory scientist who created COVID nineteen. Yeah.
2: <laughs>
3: you made such an impact on our culture and on our way of life. You changed the way we think and feel.
0: In fact, in fact your creation changed
2: the world.
3: Yeah so so to, so the unforgettable gala is like the bet awards for asians right mm-hmm. it's just an award for being asian yes right so cool. uh, i uh, i went to my first one like 11 years ago like 2009 i think genius
0: brain listeners this podcast is brought to you by hero bread listen I've talked about Hero Bread a million times over and I'm telling you right now, they have some of the best guilt-free bread I've ever had in my life and I'm not just saying that. I'm talking about taste and texture-wise. You, you just can't beat it. Hero Bread has zero to one grams of net carbs, zero grams sugar and is high in fiber. And guess what? Now it's made with heart-healthy olive oil for an added boost of healthy fats as well. I'm telling you right now, I made a BLT with this and it was freaking delicious. If I if I eat bread, this is the bread that I'm eating. You guys have to get this. I'm not just saying it's so freaking good. You could do whatever you want with this type of – I mean they even have burger breads, right? So if you want to make a, a fire-ass burger, they got like tortillas too for their – if you if you eat breakfast burritos as much as I do. Dude, money. It's so freaking good. Good. It's hard to say which one of my favorite stuff is just because like if I'm going to make a wrap or I'm going to do any type of sandwich of any sort, I'm going to use Hero Bread because I get to eat without all the guilt and it's literally my favorite. So genius brain listeners, do not miss out on this. Make sure you get Hero Bread. You will not regret it. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order for their new recipe. Go to Hero Dot co And use code Genius10 at checkout. That's G-E-N-I-U-S 10 at hero dot Hey all, it's David So. And if you want to listen to Genius Brain without ads, now you can. Just go to geniusbrain.supercast.com or click the link in the episode description and you can get a one-week preview of the ad-free version for free. You'll get ad-free listening to the show. You can listen on almost any podcasting app, and you'll be supporting my show Two. That's geniusbrain.supercast.com. Thanks. This podcast is brought to you by CBD Farmhouse, my friends. If you haven't heard me talk about this stuff right here, well, then you don't know me at all. And this is an easy, easy ad placement for me to do because I use this stuff on the daily, whether it's their Sleepy Time Gummies, their tinctures, their topical ointments, whatever you name it. But right now, the product that I love the most is the Sleepy Time Gummies because I have been having a lot of trouble sleeping lately, specifically because of work and my my time schedule has been all messed up. These things knock me out, and the best part about it is it helps me wake up without feeling groggy. I love it. If you're sore, you guys can use their freezing roll-on. You could use their topical creams. Whatever you want, CBD Farmhouse has it. And guess what? For my listeners out there, if you guys want to try their products and you are sworn in and you guys are convinced because I use it all the time, guess what? You can get 15% off by using my code BRAIN on their website, cbdfarmhouse.com. Enter code BRAIN to get 15% off. Once again, that's cbdfarmhouse.com. Enter code BRAIN to get 15% off. I love this stuff and I know for a fact you Will to whether you have anxiety, muscle aches, pains, whatever you need
3: to chill out, CBD farmhouse has it for you. Love you, bitches. Um, and then, like the year a- couple after, to I, I, it's because I did these like uh, commercial contests for Jinro, mm-hmm. and the finalists got to go, and I went two years in a row for that. Yeah, and then the next year I went with you and Dan. I presented I an award to Side digitally. Yeah, <laughs> you didn't show up. Yeah, that's another thing. So many years that I've gone, so many people don't show, show up. <laughs> so it's kind of like like yeah. you know, like who doesn't show up for the BET awards if they're they're black, right? Mm-hmm. Like they all like they represent. Yeah. Yeah. And so um it's it's super hoity toity, pretty much. It's a black tie event. This is why I don't go. Yeah, I, the, the two times that
0: I went, I was forced to wear clothes and I just <laughs> <What quit. laughs> yeah. I was forced so, to wear clothes. That's it. <laughs> yeah. I was forced to wear slacks and a tie and a vest. And I just, by the way, I don't dislike the event. Yeah. I think the event's perfectly fine. Like, you know, good food, free alcohol. Yeah. You know, people are there to uh, celebrate each other. Mm. I well, I don't know what it is, man. I don't like the concept of awards for. Yeah. It's self-maspiratory. Yes. That's what it feels like. And like I said, too, Take this with a grain of salt. I'm only telling you not how
3: you should feel is how I personally feel. So, okay, actually, say what you have to say about
2: that. Well, that's it. That's <laughs> it. Okay, yeah.
3: Because uh, the uh, I went. So it was last month. I went, and uh, Jimmy O Yang won an award for his TV work and stuff, stuff like. like that. Yeah, yeah. So it's not. It's not like oh, best actor in a thing, right? Best what? Well, no, it's just um, the the groundbreaking award, like a, a new rookie on the scene who, who's, mm-hmm. who's making big waves. Right. Yeah. And then they'll have one who's make, it's just, it's not like how well you do it. It's like how you're impacting the culture, which is legit. Yeah. You know? um, so uh, Jimmy O. Yang won one for, com- for comedy. And part of his speech was just like, you know, this whole thing, like he said, like, I don't know why, you know, we do this it's so masperatory. If you're the one getting masturbated, it's pretty good. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, I mean, it, it, like it, it it was hilarious. Then um, the, the other part that I critique like every year, every fucking year, every time there's a presenter on stage, you know, to come in and talk and, and speak and read the fucking lines and shit and present awards. Everyone's fucking talking at their table everyone's just babbling like no one stays oh, people, quiet just people, to watch people are talking during their presentation yeah like the whole like literally it gets kind of loud to the point where even the presenters are like uh guys shh. <laughs> you know <laughs> see and this goes back to i
0: guess the asians in the library was true yeah <laughs> I, I guess she i guess she had a fucking point she didn't had she yeah and it goes, goes back, back to <laughs> me in that fucking theater with those two chinese people behind me just yeah. yapping it up
3: Maybe we do talk a little too much, huh? Yeah, man. So like that, that was pretty bothering some for me because even when we went back in the day, I think it was like 2012, right? Fucking my hero, legendary comic artist, Jim Lee was going up to accept an award because he had just become the fucking lead editor of DC. He moved, it was a major move from Marvel to DC and he fucking revamped DC's look with his dope ass fucking illustrations. And they were fucking awarding him for it. And while he was up there giving his speech, one uh, of Clara's fucking super fans came. Up, I was like, "Oh my god, Clara!" Blah, blah. And I couldn't hear a goddamn word Jim Lee was saying. And I'm like, I just want to be like, "Shut the fuck up!" My hero's on stage, yeah. please. And they didn't change. Ten years later, they're still fucking yapping it up. That was also too like one of my big
0: gripes is like, you know, if you're gonna make it a classy event, be classy. <laughs> Pick which side of the fucking fence you're on. If this is something where I'm supposed to dress up, like this is a black tie affair and you guys are just fucking rambling through all these accolades and awards where you're trying to show people this like respect and love. It's like shut the fuck up then. Yeah. You know, like pick your side of the fence. Is this a fucking ratchet Vietnamese wedding or are we doing straight up an award show? Because I would love the ratchet Vietnamese wedding. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking let's go. Because if I could show up in like my secret society gear, just, you know, I'm looking decent. I'll get the nice fade. I'll look clean and I'm allowed in. Then let's yeah. do it.
3: Well, it's, there's a few people people went quiet for, which was the Panda Express founders. Everyone paid their respects. To them. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> you want to talk about something that changed the world
0: bigger than fucking COVID. Let's talk yeah, about Panda, Panda Express. Express.
3: dude. They They made Chinese American like food legit. You sure. know, they invented orange chicken. Like- that's the crazy thing I, that not a lot of people realize. They're the ones who started that shit. <laughs> Orange chicken is delicious. Fucking
0: delicious. Shout outs to those fucking Asian American kids on that BuzzFeed video, huh? <laughs> no, Nobody would eat this stuff. Real Chinese people wouldn't like this at all. And oh, you said you had their uncle. It's so
3: good. Yeah, it's delicious. <laughs> yeah. Stop fucking kidding yourselves. That's why we aren't ashamed to say McDonald's is delicious yeah. as well. It's just keep it real. Yeah, I just, there's something about me and like,
0: yeah, it's just that self-masturbatory thing, right? And like I said, when you're at that award show, because I see posts where people are like, yo, like I, I love and respect them. why were you talking through their whole speech then? Yeah. So what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> if you really gave them respect and you really cared about them, like would you be having these million side conversations, not even looking at them receive their award on yeah. the page? this is what I'm talking about. Like social media is not real. If you were at that fucking event like I was for those two years, you would see exactly what I experienced. Just like you, People are either here just there to network, to get their fucking name up, to feel like they're very important, to walk this red carpet. But you're not really there to celebrate these people's achievements. You're there to celebrate yourself. Oh. And I dislike that. And you know what? This is not indicative of this event. This is A lot of events are like this stuff, yeah. right? And once again, if you enjoy this, that's, hey, I have no judgment against you. I
3: get it. I just don't like it. I, I feel like they just kind of lose control of the audience, mm. which is weird um tell them all to shut the fuck up yeah. or beat them with a bamboo stick they they film it now at the same place Uh not film it they they have it at the same place as the golden globes uh oh. at the beverly hilton yes so very it's cool. nice it's actually really fancy now it's just yeah the it just seems like the audience can't get their shit together every time <laughs> yeah man it's like i i don't know man it's, it's just one of those things i know
0: there's a lot of people there who i love and respect and mm. and you know, because of the recent wave of all this like representation stuff, this people who were going before are there now. Yo,
3: yeah, yeah, <clears throat> oh so, yeah. So like, uh, Shang Chi um, got a couple awards, right? So they yeah. gave oh. Simu like uh, not, I don't, I forget if it's like breakthrough actor or something I mean, the idea like i said it's not best actor awards they're just like giving it to people who made a big cultural big, impact big cultural impact like yeah Chi
0: made a huge yeah. a cultural Shang-Chi impact. Chi
3: got a huge uh big award and and ovation too and it, i, I kind of thought that, like as much as we personally just don't like it as a film like that's the place where it's going to get celebrated hell yeah. yeah and it should rightfully so yeah where it was like the people were on their feet and like Showing the real love to the Shang Chi cast they, they, that they showed up except for uh, Aquafina. <laughs> I think she was doing something else or something yeah, like that, she's, yeah. I think she's filming something right yeah, now. When's
0: she? She's not filming something. Yeah, dude. killing it.
3: Yeah. So um, it's it's really high class. It looks super expensive, but uh and they were sponsored by Remy Martin, right? So each table had a bottle of Remy. I told you, let's do it, fucking Vietnamese wedding style, dude. Yeah, and I got sick. A lot of people got sick. There, there was a lot of people you could see just laying out like, oh, nah. <laughs> like Hey,
2: the next one, I want to see right.
3: China Mac invited to this shit.
0: Because, <laughs> dude, this guy has been doing so much for the community. Yeah, he's actually worthy of
3: being up on stage. He
0: is stage. literally in the cold in protest and support for a woman who got n- beaten senseless with a brick yeah. every day until her husband said, hey, I don't want you to do this anymore because I feel that my wife wouldn't want you young people to stand out here in the cold. Dang. So he was doing it nonstop. So, yeah. I mean, you want to talk about celebrating somebody from the Asian American community. You better start with that motherfucker right there. Yeah. You're talking about somebody who's changed his life. Well,
3: I'll say that it's not a social award. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is a Hollywood Asians award. Yeah. It's yeah. just, the, it's just the idea
0: too of, of maybe it's the thing of just like, it just sounds like somebody trying to say, oh, look at me. I'm also important too. It's like, who are you, Whose approval are you looking for? Mm. You don't need anybody's approval. I think one of the things I really liked about like Asian American culture was the fact that it's true. Like We kind of did things on the down low, mm. right? So somebody said, oh, you're fucking dumb. You don't know shit. You're a fucking Asian dude. What do you fucking know? It's like, dude, I don't have the business and you're fucking blocked yeah <laughs> you're a peasant, don't talk to me, yeah, <laughs> you know,, yeah. so we kind of did things through action and stuff, but once again, it's okay it, it's it's cool to celebrate it and stuff like
3: that, yeah, um I, I think it, it has its purpose. It's just me being there this year was I felt so out of place this time.
2: Mm, mm. you
3: know, because look, I, I ran into a lot of old friends that I don't talk to anymore yeah. <laughs> and realized, um, yeah, like, do I want to hang out? Still, like, actually, not really. Not really, dog. Yeah. I, I won't, I won't out who this is.
0: Listen, I know a lot of shit about people, <laughs> but you know, your bro, your guy's not choosing war. But like, there was this one uh, actress that I know that was at this fucking event, and this is what I go back to social media not being real. <sighs> this person was going on this diatribe, talking to this person behind me. She was this like was behind me, yeah, and was talking about how. They don't believe in sex before marriage. Even though I know like 30 people, this woman has banged.
3: (laughs) At at, at a social event? (laughs) At the Corian Gala. At the Corian Gala. Oh, so she was being like, Jesus, the little helper out there. (laughs) She was spreading the gospel. I spit my drink out.
0: (laughs) Literally was going on this whole diatribe talking to this other person. Going yeah like you know like jesus christ has like changed my life like i like i'm a really hardcore follower of like christianity and like god like i don't understand why people can't like you know like i understand like sex is a temptation but i, I personally don't believe in sex before marriage when i literally know seven dicks that went in her mouth <laughs> like, <laughs> it's like why are you, you took my boy's v card <laughs> yeah i'm like why are you voluntarily opening this information to be, that, that that girl didn't even ask
3: He's like, changing me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my. Impression is like but but you know, knows. listening
0: to that too, it's like, are you trying to show everybody how, how fucking pious and religious you are and how amazing you are? Yeah, It's just like, Hey, how are you doing?
3: Actually, <laughs> you know,
0: let me I tell you about my friend. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but this is, it's like that stuff too. And then like, yeah, I, I, I'm I'm going to stick to the people that I enjoy and I appreciate. And I don't want to do the, Hey man, it's been so good. I don't, like doing yeah. that. You guys eventually will reach that point in your life too.
3: I think the only person I was actually really happy to see was Justin. Yeah. He actually won an award too for director. He should Best have won an award yeah. every year. Yeah. <laughs> he uh um he gave a pretty good speech too where he was kind of talking about because his past experiences at Coriam Uh, Gala was just like He would just get wasted And fuck up his presentation One of the funniest things This fool ever did
0: Was at collaboration He had uh, nipple tassels on Yeah
3: (laughs) That was He went to like A Lisa Ling event Where in a teddy bear suit And tried to break dance When he can't break dance (laughs) Dude Justin is hilarious dude I know you
0: see this guy As like a director Of these amazing films But he's one of the funniest Fucking dudes I've ever met in my life
3: Uh, I think there was I don't know if it was A collaboration But there was another one Where like uh they were, he was a, I think he was a judge, right? Mm. It's like him and a couple other Asian American celebrities or something. And they, whoever was hosting put the mics in their mouths, like, hey, what do you have to say? And like, what do you think about being here? When we put the mic to Justin, he went,
2: suck my cock! <laughs>
3: <laughs> Let's just say this guy has grown up. <laughs>
0: And by the way, this is why I love Justin though. Justin is Justin, dude. He's such a fun, fun fucking guy.
1: Unapologetically. (laughs) Yeah, dude, he's
0: such a fun fucking guy, man. He's always been that way. And to see like the type of films and perspective that he has now is such a cool thing to see, man. Mm -hmm. It's really, really fun.
3: Yeah. And so, oh man, there's another thing. So in this event, literally every Asian American is there. Yeah. Right. And, um, but there's also a lot of non-Asians because um, this one guy, right? He's this white actor. He's a good looking guy, right? Apparently he's on a couple of shows on two of the award winnings, right? Um, I think they're both Netflix and they're both Asian American leads and he's on both shows. So he got invited to the gala, right? And so I was with my brother-in-law, Stevie. So if you know Stevie. Yes. He looks like Bobby Lee.
2: <laughs> yes, he does. <laughs> so,
3: this actor, I was with Stevie. We were trying to head out, and he, he was wide-eyed coming to him, right? And even my sister Sora was like, "I saw him coming from a mile away, and I walked away to save myself from the embarrassment." She like she knew this was going to happen. Was, oh my god! This guy came up. He put his hands on Stevie. He's like, "Hey, excuse me, excuse me." And he's like, "Huh? Yeah, <laughs> right." And he goes, "I just want to say." I'm a huge fan, right? And Steve is, and once you hear Stevie's voice, you know it's not yeah. way, right. He's like, um, I'm not who you think I am. I'm not famous, I right? That.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> this guy's face just drops like crazy embarrassed. Yeah. I was like, like, first oh of my all, my God.
0: <laughs> have you heard the phrase, not all of us look alike? Yeah.
3: And you're at an Asian American workshop where 99% of us are Asian, and you pull that off. <laughs> yeah. I would literally
0: scream out loud. I was like, this guy thought I was Bobby Lee, everybody. <laughs>
3: no. He instantly turned around and walked away the other way. He was so embarrassed. That's like, hilarious. <laughs> hey, man. Oh, my god. Kudos
0: to you, though. Because I'll tell you this. I've done that a few times. I don't do that stuff anymore. I've done – I fucked up so much. You know, in high school once, I – so there was two people in my high school that were two short Asian guys. They were the same height. They looked very similar. Only one of them was my friend.
3: You just mix them up. So
0: one time after school, I fucking ran up to this fool. I picked him up and I chucked him. <laughs> like I threw him like a doll. It's just a stranger. And it was not him. I had a 50-50 chance of who this – I will still remember this till this fucking day. One of the most mortifying experiences ever. Some random guy, me – Picks you up in midair and WWE fucking throws you. (laughs) And the reason why I did that was because the day before he was over at my house, we were fucking around and doing um. Well, I was a freshman in high school, but we were doing um. What do you call it? Was SmackDown type of shit, just like like wrestling shit. And then I fucking did this this like somersault (laughs) roll, and then. He was supposed to like catch my fall with a bunch of pillows, but he moved the pillows and I smashed my head into the wall. Oh my God. So I was like bleeding on the temple of my head. <laughs> there was this fat gaping hole in the wall. And then my parents beat my ass because I put a hole in the wall. And so I was like, oh, gosh. I'm gonna get this fool back. And so I saw this no. fool after school. I literally fucking picked him up and I threw him in the mid in midair. And I was like, fucking got you, fool. This is Dude, Teddy goes. What the fuck? It's just like a pale. Guy. I went pale. Like, I didn't know what to say, and the guy just so pissed. He picked up his backpack and just stormed off because I think he thought I was bullying him. Yeah, like,
2: no, I, I thought you were my friend. You
3: know? Dude, that's an allegory to even what we were talking about earlier, man. It's just something you do with your boys. It was your safe space. It's just the wrong person yeah. taking it the wrong way. <laughs> like to him he's like oh yeah you just throw your friend in midair <laughs> like, yeah this is what i do with my boys look, look at my temple
2: on
0: he did this to me yesterday he's like i don't care yeah that fool was legit like four eleven. oh no yeah and then i think our senior year of high school he shot up to like 5 7
3: damn yeah out of nowhere he had a growth spurt dude i ugh, that reminds me of my friend we were both we we're both 5 7 like senior of high school i grew like an inch since high school this guy grew to 6 foot 4 Holy shit. <laughs> yeah. When I, I caught up with him on social media, like what the fuck? Like he's just a fucking, I don't understand people who grow an entire like foot. Like had those growth. Dude,
0: that was my my best friend. He was like five ten in high school. And then after we graduated, I went to Riverside and then he went to community college. I came back over break. He shot up to six one. He was my height. Damn. He shot like two, three inches. So I was like, Oh shit. And I remember too, like he was, he wasn't very strong. He's probably physically stronger than me now. Yeah. But I I this full of, since I was a kid, I used to I hate I hated lying. Cause my dad used to beat me to a pulp. Yeah. Cause I would lie so much. I'm right?
3: not a fan of lying.
0: Yeah. yeah. So it's like, like we understand what people tell fibs, white lies, you exaggerate stories. Those aren't really lies to me. That's just you being an entertaining speaker. He's literally like,
3: why are you late for work? My tire popped. Yeah, yeah. shit like
0: that. So this full <laughs> just something small. We were eating like watermelon inside of my house, right? And then this fool left all the scraps on the table. And I knew it was him because I threw my shit away. I was like, hey bro, is all your scraps? He goes like, nah, that's yours. And that shit Come on. pissed me off. Yeah. And so I literally crossed his arms. I fucking put my knee into his chest so his arms were stuck onto his chest. And I socked both of his arms until they went numb. <laughs>
3: It's just the boys, man. What are you, guys, what are you offended of? Hey, man. Dude, this remember you do with the
0: guys? Dude, remember fucking we used to play a game called Bloody Knuckles? Oh, yeah. <laughs> the, like, God, that's so dumb. Literally, for, for you people who don't know what Bloody Knuckles is, it's self-explanatory.
3: You, you stick your hand out and you go punch for punch on each other's The hands. winner is
0: the one who's fucking smarter.
3: Yeah. <laughs> they say, I,
0: I'm done. Yeah. We used to play fucking open chest. Do you know what open really? chest is? You just stand there and hit each other? No, you – it's 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 PTSD. So you're just walking around school uh-huh. and then if you're not guarding your chest, you get socked in it. <laughs> what? So I would, I would just be eating like a salad or something and all of a sudden one of my friends would sock me in my chest and he will open chest.
3: Oh my gosh. <laughs>
0: and it got to the point – one of my friends, we just hung out recently when I went back to Sacramento. This fool is like a world international karate champion. You're not going to stop his punch. I swear to God, like he hit me once. I think I coughed the blood. Like this will hit me so fucking hard. Oh my gosh. And so it got to the point where we, this is also something dumb. Birthday hits. You know, <laughs> you know, after a certain age, it's
3: just getting jumped. You know, what's dumber? Birthday shots. Oh yeah. <laughs> Taking as many shots as your breath. Oh,
0: I remember we stopped doing birthday hits when we all hit 16. I was yeah. like, you know, at this point, you guys are just jumping me into a gang. Yeah. <laughs>
3: Yeah, I better get something out of this. Boys like, are dumb. Uh,
2: yeah.
0: Like I remember too, like, so I avoided one of my friends and this guy was fucking strong as shit. This fool, I avoided him throughout all, all day in high school <laughs> because it was my birthday.
2: Yeah.
0: That fool showed up to my house and beat the shit out of me. What? <laughs> Happy birthday. Bitch. Yeah. So, cause I dodged like 10 punches. Oh my god! So he gosh. just bum rushed into my house and finished the punches. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, hey, man, see you tomorrow. Oh, oh God. <laughs> the family's like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> yeah. he's like, it's his birthday. <laughs> Dude, at that point, we're like, you know what? No more of this stuff, man. Yeah. Like, this is too much. Like, our, our arms would just be purple. Dude,
3: the last time I played Hit for Hit is with the wrong person. I did it with uh, Kenny. <laughs> Doc, Kenny's like 6'4". Yeah, I know. It was just like, I don't know why I agreed. <laughs> He's a giant. He's a giant. I don't know why I agreed. And that's the last time I played where I was like, what, 24, 25 years old. Oh, my and God. And that's still too old to be playing. Kenny
0: is such a sweet guy, too. Yeah, I can't believe he hit you. It's because he's so impulsive. He's like, you want to go hit for hit? And I'm a little impulsive, too. I was like, yeah. <laughs> let's just fucking do it. Yeah, let's do it. Kenny, by the way, if you guys don't know, who was the lead singer of Daphne Loves Derby? Yeah, he's a big, tall
3: guy. The, first of all, Saint. Yeah, he's Captain Korea. Yeah. And like I I know he would hate me like like you know spazzing him up like this, but like I said, he's like 6'3, six, 6'4, six, he's a good-looking guy and he's a fucking genius. Like, and oh yeah, he was a leader of a band, like playing arenas around the country. Like, <laughs> like fucking girls in my high school would masturbate to him. Yeah. like, yeah, some friends I'll meet, like they'll, they'll see him in my Instagram. They're like, how are you friends with him? Kind of thing. I'm yeah. like, hey, my friend. Yeah. It's like, he's a normal guy. You know, he's just done extraordinary things. Like, like it's nothing. Yeah. He's an amazing human being. I call him Captain Korea. <laughs> like even his grandpa, his grandpa stole a train in North Korea to get them out. What He hijacked the train Got like 150 people on And they rolled down To South Korea To safety well, He's just a part Of a legacy isn't? Yeah he? That's why I think that's why He's like I gotta live up to that Do
0: you wanna know My fucking family story <laughs> <laughs> My fucking family story During the time During the Korean war Right Shit was going down This is the time For you to stand up For your country My fucking grandfather The hero that he is Got a boat
3: And fled <laughs> And lived on an island Until the war was over Is no. Exactly what I would have done. <laughs> you know Jeju is really nice this time around. <laughs> you know, 1950 Jeju Island was very nice. My, so, so my aunt, my
0: oldest aunt, right, their their uh, oldest daughter was born on one of those islands. She doesn't have a birth certificate. Whoa. So she doesn't. She's not on so, the grid. She's not on the grid. So they had to create one. She doesn't even actually know how old she is.
3: Right. She doesn't know the actual date of her birth. The
0: actual date of her birth. Yeah. She was just born on that island that a lot of people fled to.
3: Yeah. And they just <laughs> ran
0: away. And then you have Kenny's grandpa yeah. fucking fled North Korea. <laughs>
3: Dude, that reminds me actually uh, a few Thanksgivings ago. Uh, my uncle, my mom's oldest brother, he's like 13 years older than her. Um, he just started telling us stories at the dinner table. Bring the mic down a little bit. Oh, sorry. Yeah. He was uh, telling stories at the dinner table and he told a story about our great, uh, my great uncle. And basically when uh, he was a child, uh, he and my grandma and my great grandfather were kidnapped by like um, some spies. I think North Korean spies or something. Sh- yeah. And they tied up my great grandfather to a tree while my grandma was holding on to him, you know, crying and they fucking killed him. They shot him point blank. <gasps> because that's how I learned that my, how my grandma was deaf it was because that gunshot was so close to her ear. Right. Yeah. And, and then those, I get, apparently those guys like fucked up my great uncle too. And, and around that time they were living in Japanese occupation. Right. Yeah. So he was a freedom fighter as, as a college student. And he was out there fucking up Japanese government shit. Like being a little guerrilla terrorist. Yeah. Well, my grandpa's out here just fucking <laughs> eating kimbap on yeah. us. <laughs> yeah, fucking crazy. So so he, throughout World War II, he was fighting the Japanese. And then after the Japanese bounced and they were trying to set up a new government, um, that's when North and South Korea got into their civil war, right? Yeah. And he was a democratic socialist, he was saying. But like a fucking... Guerrilla fighting, democratic socialist, and so he he uh initially wasn't really doing anything for the war, I guess, because he had already been fighting the Japanese. Yeah, but then he got fucking kidnapped by guerrilla fighters in the mountains. They kidnapped him and forced him to fight with them, right? And so he was just gone for years. They said, and like like apparently, like the year following the war, when it's finally peace. They were all, you know how Korean families all live in like one Shigor house, yeah, right? The multi-generational home. Yeah, mm-hmm. everybody's just sitting at home and um, they're on their front outdoor porch thing. And then they said from far, he said he was a kid and he remembers this, like their house was like, their front gate was going right down a road and there was a guy walking with a limp and with like his arm in a sling like this. And he kept coming closer and closer and closer and he said it was his uncle, Right. And he was fucked up. He had like scars all over his body, like across his neck. He he was shot nine times. And he was walking, finally walking home. He goes, Omma. and they're like, holy fucking shit. And he finally made it home. And so all my other cousins say too, yeah, remember that uncle, his arm was like this all the time. Like,
0: I never met him.
3: What <laughs> but the fuck? all my fuck? other cousins know him, yeah.
0: Dude, that's so funny to me because- it all makes sense to why my grandpa never talks shit about Japanese people. I was a kid. You know, that's why I didn't know about all this like Japanese Korean animosity yeah. until college. Yeah. Because my grandpa would be like, hey, I can speak some Japanese. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> he would me like Japanese shit. Like it's nothing. But his yeah. experience was very different. Yeah. You know? He was over here fishing.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, My grandma. I think if you're Korean, all your grandparents know Japanese. Yeah, they
0: know how to speak Japanese, read and write. Because and
3: they were forced to.
0: They were trying know, to just do a genocide and get rid of our uh,
3: cult, like culture. cultural genocide. Yeah. yeah. So they burned turned, our books, everything. They turned that palace that's in movies all the time. Now you know that used to be a zoo for decades. From, for real? Yeah, and the when they first came in, uh, annexed Korea. They turned that palace into a fucking zoo. They <gasps> destroyed everything in there, and then they just set up the whole courtyard and all this shit to have animals live and shit and piss in it right. And that then that's crazy. But the disrespect. hilarious thing is, like, decades after the Korean War, it was still a zoo. They were like, "Why the fuck is this a zoo?" <laughs> <laughs> and they restored well, it. One day there was just like one employee cleaning shit.
0: They're like, "What am I?" <laughs> what what are we doing here
3: why did we maintain this like this is a palace yeah so they they fucking that's why you can you see everybody taking pictures there now because but it used to be a zoo for a long time that's crazy man and when i look back to i
0: i I don't know if this ever blows people's mind this shit wasn't really that long ago
3: no it wasn't it was (laughs) literally just two generations for us yeah
0: and there's people still alive that experienced this shit yeah
3: people who were like like, my grandma apparently got married when she was 19 because her best friend got kidnapped as a sex slave. That's
0: crazy.
3: Yeah, because her best friend, they were afraid. So what I also learned, I saw these old-ass pictures of my hydrogen. He's in Japan, right? And I'm like, but my grandfather isn't Japanese. Yeah. He was, he just did very well in Korea, Jap- Japanese-occupied Korea, mm-hmm. that he moved to Japan to become a scholar. Wow. Japan. But… Through my grandma's connections because my grandfather, the reason why he was kidnapped and murdered was because he was a politician in in the government. And so it, through that those connections, they got my grandpa to marry my grandma. So it was an arranged marriage. What? Yeah, slowly because it's like, we can't have her be a sex slave. Yeah. Because they wouldn't, I guess they weren't like kidnapping like married women apparently at that time, but they were kidnapping teenagers. Very much. That's why they're still alive today. That's what's so crazy.
0: When I would talk to like some of my friends who are Japanese and like <clears throat> they would ask their parents things and you know how their parents would describe it was, they didn't know what was going on. <laughs> yeah. Like the citizens didn't know what was citizens, going on. Yeah. And especially like culturally too, you're just loyal to your government. So it, it, it wasn't this thing like, that I think that a lot of people, I mean, that could have been. I don't know. I yeah. mean, this is just from a perspective of like these few people. So mine's very anecdotal based on like two or three families they're like yeah growing up we were just living yeah you know we didn't know what was going on like we we were kind of ignorant to everything
3: for for me i i grew up so angry and pissed off a because i didn't learn about any of that shit in american schools right yeah it's when i went there's like a korean holocaust museum in korea that I went to when I was like 16, it blew my fucking mind because in eighth grade, before that, when I was like 13, 14, I went to Washington DC and went to the Holocaust museum there. Right. And it blew my mind. Like never again, never let this happen Mm. to, you know, anybody or the world. Right. And it was all these, like uh, the Jews were the example of it. Right. Then I go to Korea and I see these atrocities like that, that, that were happening to us too. Like these torture devices and the the fucked up shit they would do like they would crucify the christians like they brought back crucifixion yeah <laughs> like it was bad stuff god damn yeah uh they'd cut off freedom fighters noses and ears and send them and their lips and send them back like without noses and ears that's crazy yeah so they they did some cruel shit right and so i grew up really angry a a cuz i didn't know until later in my life and and b because it, I, I, yeah, it wasn't taught in any American schools, but we learned about the Holocaust up our ass every year. Yeah, yeah, and so, I don't learn
0: shit about the Holocaust. Yeah, <laughs> really. Like, oh, what I found out too, it's like, I mean, you don't really think about this, but every school's curriculum is different based on like the demographics in your school, right? So, did you, did you, <clears throat> did you read A *Raisin in the Sun* and watch the play?
3: No. See, I did. Right. So, did you learn about Lewis and Clark and Poca- and not Pokemon Sacagawea? Yeah, I learned that. Oh, stuff. you did. Yeah. Oh, that, that was like everything about Washington State. Yeah, was we like did that. But it. like, for example, like
0: black, like black culture and history was huge because you know we had a huge uh, black population in our school. Right. So we would watch. That's when Cindy looks. Rest in peace, Cindy. Oh, uh, Sidney Poitier. Yeah. So when he passed away, I I know who Sidney Poitier is be simply because I love his performance in Raising the Sun. Mm-hmm. So we read the play Raising the Sun, and then we also watched it in class. Yeah. Um, it was the black and white version with Cindy Sinipoti was the main character.
3: Yeah. But to bring it back, like I mentioned before, I used to be a major Korean nationalist because of that hate I carried. Yeah. But like it was only later in life when I actually went to Japan, meet and talk and live with the people that it changed my obvious racism. <laughs> yeah. But um, and made me have a better understanding like, no, this isn't the Japanese people's fault. Because at the same time, they were in fucking internment camps yeah. here in this country. Yeah. Right. It was war. It was World War Two. Right. And I, I can't say it's the people, but yeah, I still to to release that hatred I had was like there's love for the people, but the policies is still something like I get irked about. Yeah. Like, can you imagine if Germany never taught anything about World War Two? Yeah. And the shit they did. If they didn't have Auschwitz Memorial either, same thing with um, what's it called? Um,
0: I think it's like in the Taiwanese government too, right? Mm -hmm. That like they don't talk about like the indigenous people there too, or right? It it happens all all over. Yeah, it's kind of crazy how it's just they just eliminate. Like in China, they do that. The Tiananmen Tiananmen Square Square, doesn't exist. Yeah, it never never fucking
3: happened. happened. Yeah, dude, have you seen the real photos? Not just the guy holding the bag. Yeah. You know when you scroll through Reddit and sometimes some fucked up photo comes yeah. up. Yeah. It was like oh a, a, a real behind the scenes photo and it was just like disgusting. It, it, it was guts and body parts spread everywhere. Everywhere. Yeah. They they didn't just like shoot and kill them. They they desecrated their bodies. Yeah. yeah.
0: It, it was pretty fucking terrible, but it's not taught in their history books and they act like it never fucking happened. Yeah. Which is damn near insane. Because, you know, just to put it in perspective, I guess like if somebody were to listen to this, it's like, you think fucking America's hands are like doesn't have any blood on it? Yeah. You know, there yeah. are people who talk about this country and what our military has done to them, which is why we have like straight terrorist factions that hate America yeah. so much. And then let's say that we were to meet these people and they go, you're an American. We get killed for it. Right. But We're like, wait, I, I just play Nintendo games.
3: <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I, what is this? Like, I don't know what's going on. Dude, like after the first invasion of Iraq, right? We took it like in two weeks. Yeah. Right? Fast. But why were we there for like the next 15 plus years? Right? They were fighting insurrectionists, not terrorists. That's yeah. what I had a problem with too, is that people got insurrection and and um, terrorists like confused in these times. Like, uh, so after they had, defeated the Saddam regime and all that stuff. Basically the people who were fighting those soldiers were people who just lived in Iraq, but they were throwing IEDs, right, and becoming terrorists, right, and they were shooting at them, but you learn why. Why are they doing this? They're simply fighting back because the American soldiers killed their family. Yeah, because they bombed their home, because they killed their children. And they're just like, I have nothing to lose now. I'm going to kill the people that killed my kids. Yeah. That's what, what was going on. So look at it in this perspective. What if China with their two, they have like double the amount of foot soldiers that Americans do. What if those all those troops just invaded the Western side of America, right? And then they successfully defeated it. And and it was just run by these Chinese military everywhere. They don't speak your language and they don't look like you. Yeah. Right? And they had already won, right? Okay, fine. We've surrendered. Peace. Whatever. But then all of a sudden, every now and then, a bomb will hit your home. Why are you still bombing us? You won. Yeah. All of a sudden, a, a, like a soldier like shoots and kills somebody driving a taxi. He's just a taxi driver. He wasn't like some suicide bomb yeah. that kind of thing, right? Over time, there's this resentment. Look, you can get, a, like I heard in Afghanistan, you can get an AK for a pack of cigarettes. Because there's just so many AKs out there in the middle. God damn. When I was out there, every home had an AK. That's crazy. They have as many guns as we do. Guess what? Yeah, they're going to use it. Yeah. Yeah. Like with all those guns, that's what the Second Amendment's for, right? If there was, you know, like if our military, if domestically gets overwhelmed, then citizens will take up arms. Yeah. You know? And that's what the militias are for. It's exactly what we do. And you know what they would call themselves? Insurrectionists. Yeah. That's what's happening. And but then people will look at somebody like that and call them a terrorist yeah. instead of saying hey what's our country doing to them as mm-hmm. a people for them to do that and the you see all these people like, why do they hate us? They hate us because we got green hills and rolling mountains <laughs> and a beautiful flag. Hey, right, don't be mad. You ain't got bald eagles. Yeah, you just got dust up your pussy. Yeah, you know <laughs> like, that—that's literally what I heard in high school. Because you know, I grew up in the sticks. That's of course like, everybody they in the hate sticks. us because they live in fucking dirt. <laughs> I know Don't <laughs> they, hate us because you hate ain't ain't us because they're just jealous. Yeah, it was like that. I and but as I went out there. I kind of got a new perspective. Like, you watch Star Wars. You watch even, like, any fucking movie, like, where the rebels are rising up against the power. that yeah. be right? And who are the good guys in those movies? They're always the rebels. Yeah. You know? I mean, people just never know what it's like until they actually
0: go there. Like, yeah, traveling and experiences are, are everything. Because you could hear stories from people all the time. But unless you experience it, you smell, feel all the stuff that happens— you don't really know. You yeah. you never get to know, right? Like this is a a, a funny little joke and a side story, but this is some real shit. Like I grew up in an area that's very diverse, and yeah. next to my parents' store was an Indian travel agency. I've always loved Indian culture. Yeah. Like yeah, I know we would do the Indian accent, whatever. But I love the Indian culture. Like I've always loved the food. I love like the weddings, the the fucking the music, the culture, all that other shit. I always thought it was super fascinating. I, and I actually like I told this story on the on uh, the other podcast with Tim. But when I was a kid, um, we used to call this uh, store uh, Poonjabs. Uh-huh. That's not the name of the store. <laughs> it's just it's what we called it in the neighborhood. Yeah. My whole life, I thought it was punjabs So, yeah. but just, just what everybody called. And they eventually started saying, welcome to Punjabs Because <laughs> they just, you know, oh, that's just yeah, what it is, what right? The so they're like, hey, you can go to Jabs." I like, yeah, go to punjabs yeah. But the the when I went there not too long ago, they because they've seen me as a kid. So every time when I was a kid, during the the times I had breaks where my mom would let me just go chill and do nothing, I would go over. I would get myself either a cold pickle. <laughs> <laughs> I would get a pickle where I would eat a pickle spear, or I guess some hot pockets, funyuns, hot Cheetos, and then like a calypso lemonade or or a fucking soda or some shit, right?
2: Yeah.
0: So the guy remembers me. He goes, you know, I haven't seen you in such a long time. Obviously with a thick, you know, accent, but <clears throat> I think he. You guys have to, I, I, I mean, they'll probably say it on the other podcast when it comes out. But I don't, I'm, not, I'm not sure exactly what these words mean. But the guy would used to teach me bad words <laughs> all the time. So he would teach me this word. Like I'd probably just Google it, but I don't know how to spell it because I'm not sure if I'm saying it right. But they would say words like, you would always hear it all the time. They'd be like, Sale. saleh. means like either son of a bitch or bastard. Okay. But he would teach me these <laughs> random words. And I specifically remember this one word that he would teach me. And it was like either gandu or gandu. And I think it means gay boy. (laughs) (laughs) So so I just remember walking around just being like, Gondo Sale, Gondo Sale, you know, just saying all this bullshit.
3: Just fucking with you.
0: I hope that's what those words mean. I don't know. I don't remember exactly, but it was like son of a bitch, bastard, or gay boy. I would look it up, but I don't know how to spell the words. Yeah. You know, (laughs) but it was so interesting, like, like just going to these cultures and, you know, just to go back what I was talking about. I remember one time I was like, Yeah, I wanna go go see India. This fellow's like, Why? Really? (laughs) Yeah. Do
3: you have
0: family? He's like, Don't go. It's like, it's not good. Yeah. <laughs> like, don't go. And I heard oh, that twice. God. I also heard it from my friend uh, Rishi's parents. And yep. they said the same thing. And I'm like, oh, is it fucking terrible over there? <laughs> One of my other buddies told me. Like I like I said, I've never been to India. But literally three people that I've known growing up said, it's not that great. Yeah. He goes like, <laughs> yeah, like you might like the culture and stuff that you get to see here in the States. But yeah. he goes, it, India's pretty impoverished. Like right. it's it's not as this... <laughs> One of my buddies, Herschel, he goes, Have you seen Aladdin? He goes, That's what it looks like. He <laughs> <laughs> goes, yeah. If you're not in the nice areas, a lot of India is super impoverished. So, like, your ideal image of what you think it is, it's not like that. Yeah. So I'm like, Oh, okay. Like, Yeah, it's,
3: yeah I can even catch a glimpse of it in like a uh, slumdog millionaire, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But you know, awesome. in film, you always think things are like super exaggerated. Yeah. But, like, from the way
3: three people that I know have told me that, like, you don't need to yeah. go. <laughs> I've also heard from like my missionary friends, like the caste system out there is like so rough that they they leave their poor impoverished
0: like, Bro, in the gutter. I'm not. I'm once again, if anybody who is uh, from India can explain this to me. I remember there was a girl in high school, right? <clears throat> At the time she wasn't my friend, so I didn't really know her that well. Mm-hmm. So uh, I said her last name, but it was the wrong last name. And I said her last name was Singh. And she got hella mad really she was like excuse me i'm not a sing that's beneath me is what she said i was like (laughs) what oh so it's like sing like a commoner's name like in the cast system like that's something like you wouldn't have." because i think her last name is uh patel right so maybe patel is a lot higher than sing i Mm -hmm. i I don't know what it was but the look of disgust that she had when i when i thought her last name was sing because i don't know it's like a last name's a last name yeah you know what i mean So the way that she said that, I was like, oh, is this because of like the caste system and like your name kind of gives you like a level of who you are in society?
3: Right. I, I feel like, yeah, it's like, so it's really rough in the caste system. It's a, it's a, because like they're they're they are a homogenous society, right? As far as "quote unquote" race goes, yeah, right. But they do have different languages because it's such a big country, yeah. They, right? I mean, there's like and different fractions of like clans and cultures.
0: A lot of different languages. Yeah. That's why I say like? I remember he was teaching me Hindi because it's like right. Hindi, Gujarati. There's like Punjabi. There's all these different like dialects and stuff. Yeah, yeah.
3: What my roommate in when I was doing in my missionary school was from India. He flew in from India. But he looked Chinese as fuck. I'm like, you're Indian? And he has like an Indian accent too. Get the like, fuck out of here. But he's like, no, yeah, I'm from Northeast India. Like right closer to the, like, that area. Oh, Arabia. it's like
0: really mixed. It's kind of where the the border of China and Russia. Yeah,
3: is. so he's like light-skinned, more East Asian looking, but he's like Indian. He's Indian. Yeah, so that was something new I learned too. <laughs> you just met him? He was like, hello. hello? Yeah, <laughs> I'm like... Uh, Dude, what? We're Are like, your what parents, like, missionaries it's like, hey, bro, in India? You're like, bro, that's really
0: offensive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Saleh? No, you, yeah. you don't fucking know me, Saleh? Yeah. <laughs> <Like it>, Gander? <laughs> He's going yeah. off on you.
3: No, dude. But, like, even the um the actor who was the host in um Who Wants to Be a Millionaire of Slumdog Millionaire, that guy was complaining, like, in the movie, and he was angry that... um. He, he felt like he should have been the star of the movie because- Oh the, my God. Because according to his cast, the cast system too, he is higher than the, the actor who played the lead role. That's crazy how strong that so, shit is. Still. Yeah, he was like super upset. He's like, did it. you fucking call me <laughs> yeah, it's, that's us. Like, like, don't you dare call me a fucking Kim. Yeah, motherfucker. <laughs> I'm not no motherfucking Namgoons.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> I like. I heard there's a lot of reason. The reason why we have so many Kims is because of like how big the clown and how, the affluence. Yeah. So a lot of people would lie. Right, so right. The, like, I've heard that too. Like half the half the Kims in this world aren't real Kims. Yeah. So they would just lie on their documents.
3: I think it was because during the annexation, like apparently everyone had Japanese names too, right? Mm. So after that, uh, that was over, like Koreans had to like fucking revive their identity. Pretty they much, could just be whoever t- they want. Yeah, so they chose a bunch of these last names. That's why it was like popular names like Pak, Yi, and Kim. Yeah. Very so
0: nice. if you if you if you guys ever wanted to know why Korean people don't have like a, a wide variation in last names, it's because it's clan based. Yeah. It's you are some from the Kim clan. Yeah.
3: I, okay. So I had this crazy experience. This was like, fuck, damn, it was two thousand seven, I think. Um, I got me and Dan both got called to shoot a documentary in Korea for the, the Hallyu wave. Right. That was the beginning stages of the K-pop, K-pop wave. wave yeah. Look at what it is now. But this was back in 2007. Like we were interviewing big bang when they were little kids. That's crazy. And I didn't know who the fuck they were. I yeah. was like, who are these frigging gay boys? Kind of thing. Like, <laughs> obviously, Yeah. It was, this was 2007. during the time. Yeah. 2007. Yeah. But like, uh, and then next thing I knew, like they were like the biggest things in the world. But, um, we got invited to this dinner, right? And um, they were all like um, people in the web space of Asia, pretty much. And so, in that room, apparently, with the CEOs combined, there was about two billion dollars worth of people in there, right? Uh, Damn! What's the the Chinese Google? Uh, a fucking um, Weibo or something? Or I can't remember, but I, I know what you're talking about. But what the fuck is it? I met that CEO. Oh really? Well, yeah, like he was there for that. It it was like for a G20 summit or something like that. G some it was a big summit for some wealth thing. Um, like Colin Powell was part of that summit too or whatever. But at this dinner specifically, I'm sitting next to the CEO of this big software company, and I'm, and you guys might know what it is. I'm not going to say it. Um, it's just. Korean Ajashi kind of guy. And we were done filming. I could finally put my camera down and I was seated next to him. Right. And uh, he, I, I was there with the guy who was on Donald Trump's show, uh, The Apprentice. He was a, he was a finalist on that mm. show. And that was part of the job I was with. So this guy, <laughs> he just starts talking shit about the guy I'm
2: with, <laughs> you know,
3: in front of him yeah does he know it's him yeah he's like hey how much do you think he's worth and I was like "Uh, I don't know like I I know he's successful in business in America it's like but how much do you think I was like well apparently he made his first million in college and I was like and he goes okay let's say he's worth 10 million dollars generously and he's been saying all this in English too by the way yeah he's generously maybe he's worth 20 million dollars right and then he's like He's a clown. <laughs> I'm like, what? And this guy's just over here eating. <laughs> he eating yeah. his uh, hey, I'm sitting right here. Yeah, he's just talking shit. He's like, that guy's a clown. He's like, Donald Trump. Donald Trump's a clown. Are you businessman or entertainer? Right. He's like, they're both clowns. This is 2007. Holy shit. Yeah. And then he goes, I'm worth $400 million. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I would have looked at
0: him and
1: wow. been like,
3: do you know how poor I am? <laughs> Why are you telling me this? I feel terrible. And then he goes, What's your last name? I go, Park. He goes, I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, I'm Park. He goes, She's Park. He's Park. He's Park. And he's like, We're family. Right? And I was like, This is
2: bullshit. Yeah. Right?
3: He's like, so I was like, Really? He goes, Look at us. Our skin. Our hair. Like, you know how some Koreans have that look, that Mongolian look? Yeah. That's what he was talking about. He's like, look at us. Yeah. We're the same clan. Yeah. Right? So, I have a daughter. You (laughs) have a sex with her? That's incest. Yeah. (laughs) You have a sex with your sister. So he goes, he opens a bottle of Jack. By the way, bottle of Jack is like a hundred bucks, like, up there, because it's imported. Imported, yeah. He goes, this is good. He goes, Mashal, he's like, take a drink. I was like, I drank too much. And he goes, oh, ho! and yeah. i was like this guy's <laughs> so yeah like, i take a drink and i was drinking with him and he was like for real about that name like family clan yeah. shit too like for us like in america your name doesn't really mean anything shit. unless you're like a socialite yeah you know but they like, they, oh still you're a hilton yeah
0: <laughs> you know <laughs>
3: like three parts removed
0: i wish i was there he's like what's your last name so, so like, <laughs> you didn't like, you did not
3: care. Yeah, you dirty money. <laughs> yeah.
0: You don't sit next to us. This is a park yeah. table. You clown. Yeah. So what's <laughs> your last, <laughs> mom's last name? Park. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I like it's Park, I swear. Yeah, dude.
3: I and mean, it's wild they they do like I I had a friend who had a big like park tattoo with the the original Chinese symbol for it from where like- Oh, the 100 symbol. Yeah, that's yeah. crazy. Like from way back where, like he's like, do you know what kind of park you are? I'm like, no. I was like, bro, I'm yeah. drunk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm fucking drunk. Tra- I don't know. I'm, I'm part of you now, I guess. Just like you said. Yeah, it's uh-huh.
0: like, you gonna pour me some jack too or what? Like what the I, fuck? I feel like, like I said, it's
3: because it's a homogenous country, right? Mm-hmm. It's more about classism than it's ever
0: about race. Yeah, of course, because everybody's Korean. Yeah. So the, what else can you do to separate you and fucking show that you're better than somebody besides mm. ethnicity at that point? It's going to be this whole caste system.
3: Apparently, there's a law put into place in the early 1900s where it was where they had outlawed classism because apparently it was a problem 100 years ago, too. I think it's a, I know for a lot of it what had to do with jobs because yeah. they recently
0: um, made it uh, illegal to stop hiring people based on blood. On your blood type. Blood type. Yeah, because that's how serious it is in Korea. But, uh, yeah,
3: I get asked that by Korean people. Like, it, what's your blood type?
0: In your it, so uh, a friend of mine who worked in Korea years ago was like, I had to write my blood type in my application for a job.
3: Really? And they just, oh, we only hire, you know, They're a. Like, <laughs> oh, the, the,
0: yeah, the Biung, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know, which means like, oh, you're very, very quick to anger. Yeah. You know? So like, you would, they would like certain I mean people who live in Korea could probably correct me if I'm wrong but this is coming from a per- person that I know he said that on an application he had to write his a blood type they asked his blood type on an application job
3: application my goodness isn't that fucking crazy is that like outlawed here in America because of HIPAA <laughs> like, <laughs> a blood type damn Because yeah. I mean it's a preconceived
0: notion of who you it's like basically asking somebody hey so what's your fucking sign
3: yeah what's your Myers-Briggs
2: yeah. <laughs> on your job
0: application <laughs> your Pisces we don't hire Pisces
2: yeah
3: all right <laughs> Aries,
0: uh, you're gonna be too much of a leader in this group. So I don't yeah, think so.
3: That's that's wild.
0: It's just this odd thing too. Like Asian people and that blood type shit. It's like for real. My mom used to mention that shit to me all the time. She goes, You're a little fucking asshole because you're type B. <laughs> that's such a type B type of thing.
3: Yeah, I hear that. I I I've heard I've always had to ask my mom what my blood type is because someone would ask me about my personality. And then I'd always forget because it's not important to me. Yeah. I'm like, I don't know. Ask my doctor. They know. It's, yeah, it's probably important to, for medical reasons. Like if I'm losing blood, really <laughs> like, quick, like, I should probably remember.
0: Like, <laughs> I could just picture you and do a major car accident. And they have to give you an immediate blood transfusion. Like, what's your blood type? You're like, you fucking classist. <laughs>
2: Fuck that shit. <laughs> like, No, we need
0: your blood type to give you blood. You can't put me in your <laughs> class system. You fucking can It's like I'm also a park. You want to yeah, know that too?
3: You can't define me. <laughs>
0: yeah. Well, guys, that wraps up this episode of the Genius Brain podcast. What are your thoughts on classes and award shows? Once again, just to reiterate, I have nothing against anybody who loves award shows. It's just not something that I grew up with. It always makes me feel weird. It feels like I have to suck my own dick. And I just, yeah. don't, I just don't like it, <laughs> you know. But once again, if you love awards that's what you grew up with, hey, fucking kudos to you, man. You grew up in, a, in an environment of positive reinforcement. I was called a loser my whole life. <laughs> and anytime I got an award, they were like, everybody gets that award. Yeah. So <laughs> we all grew up differently, man. But you could catch Ed at Ed Park VP and you could catch Genius Brains at Twitter. Genius Brain, at 12 p.m. every Sundays until further notice. Uh, Secret Society is the clothing line. If you see the cap, dot com, it's one of my bigger passions right now. It's uh, me bringing contemporary fashion basics with just the right quality. Um, and I know you guys hear about quality all the time. We did a previous podcast about this, but... Um, Knowing about clothes and just creating clothes are two different things and we're trying to disrupt the clothing system with the shit that we do. So I hope you guys check that out and we'll see you all next time. Peace. Peace. Genius Brain listeners, this podcast is brought to you by Hero Bread. Listen, I've talked about Hero Bread a million times over and I'm telling you right now, they have some of the best guilt-free bread I've ever had in my life and I'm not – just saying that i'm talking about taste and texture wise you, you just can't beat it hero bread has zero to one grams of net carbs zero grams sugar and is high in fiber and guess what now it's made with heart healthy olive oil for an added boost of healthy fats as well i'm telling you right now i made a blt with this and it was freaking delicious if i if i eat bread and this is the bread that I'm eating. You guys have to get this. I'm not just saying it's so freaking good. You could do whatever you want with this type of stuff. I mean, they even have burger breads, right? So if you want to make a, a fire ass burger, they got like tortillas too for their, if you, if you eat breakfast brio as much as I do, dude, money. It's so freaking good. It's hard to say which one of my favorite stuff is just cause like, if I'm going to make a wrap or I'm going to do any type of sandwich of any sort, I'm going to use Hero Bread because I get to eat without all the guilt and it's literally my favorite. So genius brain listeners, do not miss out on this. Make sure you get Hero Bread. You will not regret it. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order for their new recipe. Go to hero.co and use code genius10 at checkout. That's G-E-N-I-U-S U S one zero